Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Dad Can We Talk. I'm your host, Anthony Ray, and this is episode 114 of Dad Can We Talk. And uh man, y'all, I am I am pushing it, man. I, I got a lot of interviews coming up. I done had one on Friday, and now today is Sunday, and I'm with another one, but uh I'm ready for it. I am up for it. Um I'm just trying to keep it keep it pushing, man. You know, um, I got a lot that I'm trying to do within the next few months, so y'all be on the lookout. Y'all continue to stay tuned because I got some uh, some great interviews coming up for y'all, uh, especially when it comes to this Gainesville community, man. I'm, I'm in talks with a few guys that um, that's supposed to be coming on the podcast, so y'all stay tuned. I got some good ones coming up for y'all. <clears throat> Before we start on today... What I need from y'all is for y'all to go to the YouTube channel at Dad Can We Talk and subscribe. I promise y'all, man, that's the best and most effective way to help me right now. If you want to support me and help me, uh, monetary stuff is always good. You know, um, always looking to upgrade my equipment. But if you really, really, really want to help me, just subscribe to the YouTube channel. That's the greatest way to help the podcast. Go to YouTube, type in Dad Can We Talk. <clears throat> Guarantee it's going to pop up as soon as you put it in. Hit subscribe, boom, we in there. Um, y'all be on the lookout. I got an announcement that I'll be making sometime next month. I'm pretty excited about a few things that I have coming up later this year. Um, I haven't spoken on a few things yet but um i got some pretty cool stuff coming up man um some opportunities some doors have been opening so you know i'm just trying to i'm trying to stay focused um uh, like i always say y'all continue to pray for me man there's a lot up against me um i just got a lot that i have going on and i'm always appreciative for the prayers uh for my for my mind and for me to stay stay committed and to stay focused and to not lose my drive uh, because there's a lot of stuff that I'm up, that's up against me every day. So um, y'all continue to pray for your boy, man. I just want I need I need I need the prayers of, of my people, man, to keep me strong and to continue to fight this good fight. And um, you know, in the same way, if y'all ever need me, y'all hit me up, and I, I I'm on that with you, man. So that's all I ask from. From my followers and my supporters, man. Y'all do that for your boy, and that's everything for me, for real. <clears throat> but uh, without further ado, you know, I'm sitting here with a guy today that uh, it's been a long time coming for us. You know, he's been reaching out to me for a while. And uh, I must say, I, I admire his, um, his persistency. Because he been persistent with it. He like, bro, listen, I, I'm trying to get on the podcast, man. You know, you playing, you playing games with me. <laughs> and, uh, I ran into him back in May, and uh, what was that? Was at the I think it was at, at the the uh, the, 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 the dad thing, yeah, the dad thing, yeah. The yeah. Uh, the all pro dad, yeah, yeah, all pro dads, yeah. You at, had the Gator uh, thing yeah. at the Gator uh, practice facility, mm-hmm. and. Uh, he came up behind me and said, man, what's up, man? What's going on? And, you know, we sat and we talked, and I'm like, man, you know what? I got to get, I got to carve out some space 
for Bro on the podcast because, you know, like I say, he's been persistent. And I believe, you know, all dads, we all got something to tell, man. We all got a story. And I am excited to hear his story today. You know, we ain't know each other before all this. And um, we just been, you know, building. And so I'm excited to bring him on the podcast and really hear his story and allow him to share his story with with y'all. So uh, y'all welcome to the Dad Can We Talk community my man, Donald Miller. How you feeling, bro? I'm all right, bro. I'm pretty good. Oh, yeah, I'm ready pretty to good. get to it. Yeah, they joking. Hey, I seen him. I say, I know who you yeah. are. I need to talk to you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I said, yeah, because I had been looking at him. I said, man. And then when I seen him, I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, I like that, yeah, bro. It's, it's, uh, it's real smooth, bro. Give everybody an outlet and, you know, yeah, bro. For sure, man. And we're gonna we're gonna jump right into it. You know, I know you know how I go, mm-hmm. but uh, we're gonna start how how uh, we always start on dad. Can we talk? First question is, I want you to talk about what your relationship is like with your dad. Well, my relationship with my daddy is uh, it's weird because before I went to prison, uh, you know, I did like seventeen and a half years, and uh, you know, we had a relationship, but it was so strained because. All the time, we always spun apart from like him doing a little years in prison, and uh, plus, you know, the issue with my mom and dad, you know how that go, not really getting to see him or whatnot, and uh, so you know, and then by the time he did get the chance to come around, bro, I was already thinking like a fool. So mm-hmm. it's like I'm doing what I want to do, you know what I'm saying? Like, and uh, so I go, I go to prison, but we always had a great relationship, man. And uh, but when I went to prison, he was able to come, man. My daddy came, like, bro. And they sent me to Jackson. They sent me to Marion. You know what I'm saying? I was in the panhandle. I came back down here. But so when I got back home, like the uh, like to Marion, bro, my daddy came like he always come on Sundays. He'll come, man. He came like three Sundays out of the month, bro. Mm. When you be in the prison, bro, you very rarely see dads. You know what I'm saying? You very rarely see guys with their dads. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And so all the guys used to always tell me, "Oh man, your daddy always come." You know what I'm saying? The officers knew him. You know what I'm saying? It was, yeah, it was, it was smooth. You know. I think one of my greatest memories of my dad, man, was uh, I was a little kid, bro, and this is before we went to prison. I mean, it was, I don't know if it was my birthday, I don't know what kind of event it was, but he bought me a gift. And the gift was, you know, I'm thinking it's going to be something, you know, something to play with, or like a toy or something. Man, the joke bought me a chemistry set. No. And when he bought me the chemistry set, I knew what it was because I'd seen him on Tim. I'm like, well, damn, my daddy think I'm smart. He think I can be somebody. Yeah. I'll never forget that. That was just so, and man, this was, this was about 85, 86, bro. You know, that was a long yeah. time ago. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I just knew then that my daddy always believed in me, but through the lack of contact with my dad, that, like I should have had, I never really get to, you know, really build that early on bond with my dad like that. So, mm. yeah, so. What, what was it like coming up in that time, you know, uh, growing up in the 80s and stuff? You know, I know it's um, that's something that I, I do a lot of um, studying on that time period, you know, just looking at all the, the different things on how the black community was affected a lot, you know, in them 70s and 80s with the crack and all that stuff yeah. coming in, you know. What was it like growing up in that time for you as a, as a child? Well, growing up in the 80s, man, uh, I'm from Williston, Florida, you know what I'm saying? I've been in Williston all my life. I moved over here after prison. But, uh, Shout out to Williston. Yeah, 318, you know what it is, Red Devils. So, uh, yeah, but uh, growing up over the, you know, it's country, bro. And so, you know, my town's still divided by railroad tracks, it's, you know. Mm-hmm. So growing up like that, bro, you were taught certain stuff early on. 
uh, real close family. Like, you know what I'm saying? We always, back then, everybody had a family union. Bro, you, bro, you seen them, them T-shirts with the uh, trees on <laughs> everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Everybody was together. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, <clears throat> it was just, you know, we had the music, but you still had a sense of, Moral in the black community. It was still a real lot of black. It was still a real lot of morals in the black community back then. When I grew up, like bro, like you, it's just certain stuff you didn't do. Like I'm telling, right. you, like dude, when we were growing up, you can't even walk down the road with a dog on like a Coca Cola or Pepsi. Oh, you a ch- kid, man? You better not have that. That was like yeah. drinking a damn beer. So <laughs> it's, it's crazy, but yeah, bro, it, it was it was real. It was, we still had our family. You know what I'm saying? Structures. Then we still had it. It's, I think it's almost about out of there now, but we still had it back then, bro. We still had it back then. Like I said, it was just everything was family orientated. Uh, stuff was a lot more safer then for us. You know, you know, you know, people used to fight or whatnot, but for us, you know, a gunshot that was, you know, that was rare. Uh, but that ain't rare no more. For real. So uh, yeah, man, it was just, it was just, yeah, it, it was pretty cool growing up with my. I was raised with my two older cousins. They were born in 73, I was born in 80, so, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, they were way older than me, but that's who raised me, you know, that's who I was around, and plus my older uncles. So, man, it was all about going to work, having some money in your pocket. Uh, you know, that's what it was about. It was just about, you know, having, you know, not getting in trouble. You know, that's always, you know, but, yeah, it was all right. I, I used to hate coming back from Tampa, though, boy. I hated coming back from Tampa. I'd be like, no, man, why my mama raised me down here? <laughs> But Tampa just had so much more yeah. stuff. Bro, we didn't even have a, a public swimming pool in Williston. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? We had to jump people's yards and go on people's house, you know what I'm saying? Or go to the motel. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Or go to this uh, doggone Lime Rock pits and stuff like that. But we, like I said, it was just, it was crazy, yeah, bro. But it was fun, man. It was yeah. fun, bro. We had some fun, bro. If we didn't do nothing but jump fences and go chase people hogs, all type of stuff, man. We were country as <laughs> all outdoors, bro. So, you know, we. <laughs> Bro, bro, we will make some fun, bro. It's funny. I um, <clears throat> I took my kids through my old neighborhood um, this earlier this week. Mm-hmm. We was out east, and I'm like, man, you know, I took them over by Metcalf Elementary. Mm-hmm. Where I went to school and then showed them, you know, how Bishop. I was just telling them all these stories about how I used to walk home from school and yeah. go to my uncle's house who lived around the corner and showing them the way I used to walk home, mm-hmm. took them through the hood, and, you know, just telling them about all the differences, you know, f- from how it looked today to what it was back yeah. then. And just telling them all these yeah. things, all the people I used to hang out with, you know, they've met some of my friends from back then. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, this was me and so-and-so used to live yeah. right here. And, okay. And just telling them all that and... My oldest daughter was like, Daddy, you make it seem sound like y'all had so much more fun than us. I was like, no. Easily. Easily. And I'm like, you know, y'all, y'all act like y'all don't know how to go outside. Gotta have fun, you know what I'm saying? You know, I tell you to go outside and y'all act like y'all don't know what to do. Yeah. But I'm like, me and my friends, yeah, yeah, yeah. I played video games too. But that was rare. If somebody if somebody would come to that door, that video off, we gone. Oh yeah, we might play that for a little yeah, we might play that for a little while, but boy, we gone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just totally. If, man, if you was in the house back then, you done did something. You done did yeah. something you had no business. That's what it was. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you was in trouble. Yeah. You in mm-hmm. trouble. Yeah, you know, yeah. And it was, yeah, yeah. you know, my mom used to have to make, make us come inside. Yeah. Yeah. You know, come inside. You know, we outside all day. Yeah. And uh, I'm just telling them, you know, like, 
back in our time, it was so different. You know, we really, you know, we really went and did things. And my kids don't have a problem with that. Uh, I think within the last year, maybe they become so attached to mm -hmm. these electronics and stuff. And that's why I be taking the stuff away from them. You know, because I'm like, <laughs> y'all would y'all would never like this. Yeah, yeah. You know, until like a year ago, go, yeah, all of a sudden now, y'all yeah. always talking about playing a video game yeah. or being on the computer and all that. But and they know I ain't I ain't raised my kids like yeah. that. You know, because I never wanted my kids to feel like they don't know how to go outside and go play hide and seek yeah. or something. You know, like yeah. go and play tag, do something yeah. outside, go ride the bike, get on your skates. Mm -hmm. And that's something that we grew up with. Yeah, we grew up with that. And I would also say, bro, like, if we had, like, YouTube growing up, like, it'll be a way yeah, more, bunch yeah. more millionaires yeah. and, and well developed people from our communities, bro, because we actually had the idea, we just didn't have the support or we didn't have the know how in the community. Like, I always tell people, like, you know, Oh, well, why you didn't? Well, first of all, I didn't grow up around no lawyers. I didn't grow up around no senators. I didn't grow up around no congressmen. I didn't grow up around no judges. So I don't know that's what, you know what I'm saying? We, yeah. We're not seeing that. I did grow up with some characters out there. I, I ain't, everybody I grew up with wasn't bad, but it's like yeah. we didn't have that, that, that sense of direct where you can go be here. You know, everything is about sports. If it ain't sports for a band, for yes, a if it ain't about sports, yeah, can you behind to the service? That was it. That was your only two options. That was it. That was straight it. Straight up. That was straight up. You know, like, you know, hey, man, that, that, that you know, that was it. And, you know. Man, so. what, what, what you, once you, once you got out of that, you know, I know you say you did some time uh, behind the wall. Mm -hmm. um, Fences, gates, everything. Yeah. <laughs> that was no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. Once, you know. once you came out of that, you know, when was what was that that time, you know, that first time you heard the words, you know, I'm about you about to be a dad. Like, what was that feeling? What was the thoughts that ran through your head? Like, what were, were those things that, you know, how how did it feel to hear the words? Well, uh well, 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 when I was in there, I used to lay up and think about, you know what I'm saying, because I always wanted to be a daddy. You know, I, I love kids. I like biting their little fat jaw, playing with them, you know, <laughs> just doing stuff with them, you know. Yeah. So I used to think about what my first child looked like. I always wanted a girl, too, and that's what I got, too. And, uh, and I, you know, so I would always just think about that, bro. Like, what would it be like, you know what I'm saying? What would my, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? my wife, I didn't think about a baby mama. I thought about a wife. I'm like, what would my wife be like? And so, uh, so when it finally did happen, I had met this girl. Everything was going great. Uh, so we decided to have a kid, and uh, it, it went great. My baby was planned on. And uh, I remember she called me and told me, she had texted me. I was at work, and uh, she texted me. I'm like, and she was like, "Oh, uh, she texted me a picture of the little pregnancy test." I still got it. I think I, I no, yeah, yeah. I still got it on my phone. And uh, when she texted me a little picture of the little pregnancy test, and so you know, that's how I found out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I, I you know, I, you know, I was happy. I'm like, man, you know, I was saving money. You know what I'm saying? I was literally preparing to mm -hmm. be a dad. I would, I didn't want to be. Uh, and I hear people always say they try to give a child a better opportunity than they had. And, yeah, that's, that's the truth. But, really, I want to give my child different. Because I had opportunities. All of us had opportunities. But I just want to give my child different opportunities. Like, I want to be able to pay for my child to get a tutor. I don't care how good she's doing in class. I want her to pay for her to get a tutor so she can do even better. I want to be able to uh, send her on little trips and stuff. I don't want her to just be... 
just be confined to like where she's at. I want her to be able to move around and stuff like that. So, see you know, the world, see yeah, see the things. world, see different things. So I would rather invest in that. And my friends and my cousin be like, oh, man, well, but what if she good in sports? What if she good in this? I'm like, well, yeah, that's 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 fine. But the, the fact of the matter is, is how many female sports she's going to actually go through and make real money out of it. Like I like, like I told dude, you look at the girls that play basketball, you look at the WNBA, you look at Levy County, Lodgewood County, and Marion County. Is there any girl in there from those, you know what I'm saying? Oh, and, and, and I'm not saying they don't have the talent, it's just that that's, you know what I'm saying, they're, you know, they're not there. So I would want to rather invest in my child, even as a boy or a girl, I would want to invest in something that's, uh, Actually, you know, actually obtainable, like, you know what I'm saying, more probable. Yeah. And so that's why I was saving my money, you know what I'm saying? You know, everybody, oh, man, you cheap. No, I'm just responsible with money. Mm. I don't buy foolishness. I don't buy crazy stuff. I do stuff that, that I need to do. And uh, like I said, because I, I can't just think for myself anymore. I have my, my I got my nephews. I got my little step, well, my nieces. I call them my nieces. They're my little cousins, but I, my little nieces. Uh, I got any, and you know anything come up with them, I feel good about being able to be there and do something about it. Mm. Yeah. So, and, and that's so true what you say. You know, if you really look at this area, if you look at the NBA, NBA wise, yeah, we could probably count on both hands. Uh, you got Vernon Maxwell. Yeah. Orion Green played. Yeah. For a little while. Mm-hmm. Got trade man today. Yeah, but little homeboy, uh, Darius, or uh, Days. Darius, Day, that sounds. Yeah, the cool. one that played for uh, LSU. Darius, Days, that name sounds. No, so he's from Raleigh. You know what I'm saying? Raleigh, okay. Wilson area. Yeah, uh huh. So, yeah, him, him, yeah, so he in the league. That's what, about five, and then you think <laughs> we would have had. I, I think Dante Anderson would have made it. Yeah. Out, you know, um, but, you know, like, there's some cities yeah. where you can, like, you just name them all. People, yeah, name them all. Yeah, yeah, yeah rattle them all. Yeah, rattle them all. It ain't really, uh, I ain't going to say it's not attainable, but it is. Because yeah, it is. yeah, but it's it not probable. Not, it ain't very probable. Yeah, it's not probable, yeah. So, and that's on the the, 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 the NBA side. Mm-hmm. So, on the WNBA side, there's even less teams yeah. and even less opportunities. Less opportunities, yeah. So, it's even less probable yeah. for women from this area. Yeah. To make it to that yeah. place, so it's like, yeah. and that's what I always tell my kids. I don't too much care much about you playing sports. Like no, that. of course I love sports. Yeah, yeah. But that's leisure. Sports are leisure. Yeah. A lot of people don't understand, especially our people. They don't understand that. They try yeah. to get the child to save the damn uh, community through. No man, teach him how to read and write. He can be a lawyer. He can save. He, you know, send this. He can you be can a, work for an NBA. Player. Yeah, then you can work for an NBA player. Like, like, oh, man, what the dude name, man, that got all them people, he their agent, bro. But you never heard about this before. Like, man, what the dude, uh, uh, Sexton. Sexton, no, uh, uh, no, no, like all the coaches and stuff, uh, no, he their agent. Like, he a bunch of coaches, a bunch of players, he was their agents. His name's something Sexton. So anyway, he's like, but you don't, you don't hear about, hey, going, and all these black athletes, why don't we, excuse me, you know what I'm saying, have, or like a, a dog on a, 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 a man, what they call it? Basically, like a facility where you go learn how to do this. 
and, yeah. and be a sports agent. Like, yeah. that's really attainable because there's so many athletes out there. Yeah. You got a great chance of doing that. Great chance. You got to, all you got to do is have some doggone people skills and don't treat people by their money. Yeah. That's that's all you got to do. Shoot, physical therapy. Yeah. Physical therapy. Spirit, yeah, stuff like that. And it's just so, you know, but like, man, so like right now, I'm, I'm you know, you know, like I say, I'm a single dad. I, you know, I, uh, I fought for custody of my daughter. And I didn't, when I say I fought for custody, I didn't fight to take my daughter away from the mother. Mm. That's not what I did. I fought to have my rights to my child. Mm. Like, I didn't want it to be where she could just up and leave, and I got to find out when I'm going to see my daughter again. Or uh, I didn't want it to be where she letting her do a certain thing, and I'm not really, you know, sold on that or something, or, you know, or, you know what I'm saying? I wanted to have a say-so in my daughter's life. So mm. that's what I did. I I, I fought to get my rights to have a say so in my child's upbringing. Mm. Talk about that process. Talk about the process that you uh, wanted to do that. Well, it's man. I'm telling you, men now, it's not real helpful to you. They don't. They don't. It's, it's man. It's, it's crazy. But uh, and I know you heard. I just say I got full rights to my to my child. I got full custody. But uh, originally, what happened was me and my old lady. We ended up splitting up, and. Uh, she just stopped communicating, bro. She just, you know what I'm saying? So she hit me back up, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? And then we start seeing each other again because I, I always wanted to have a family. So I, I didn't want to just be done with her. She was pregnant with my child. And uh, so she told me what the little stuff she was going to need. She was about four or five. Well, she was about five months pregnant. She would tell me all the little stuff she needed. Man, I went and spent like 2,000 bucks. I went and got the stuff. You know what I'm saying? Bro, that was the last day I heard for her. That was the last day I heard from her for for 14 months. Dang. So that means if she was five months pregnant then, my daughter was already born. Bro, I stayed in Oak Glade. She stayed right around the corner between Phoenix and Gainesville Place on that little back dirt road right there. Mm. You know where that house was? They don't tore yeah. it down now. But she stayed right there. Bro, she stayed there for 14 months and I didn't see my daughter. Right there, and she would call the police Telling people I'm harassing them, telling people I'm going by the house. I had to go by there. That's how I go to work. I'm not going to go all the way around back on the, you know what I'm saying, dog on a, dog 121 that way, about uh, dog on McDonald's and all that. I just cut around there by the cows and go out that way. You know, so yeah, bro, she was lying on me, bro. She even said I did stuff to the kids, bro. And she, you know, because she had two daughters as well. You know, I loved those little girls. Still do, you know. But uh, so, uh, I called and I found me a lawyer because I had got into some old stuff too, some some old legal trouble, criminal. And I'm like, man, I got to get a lawyer. Like, like it's because if, if I go back to jail, I'm facing a life sentence again. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it ain't like I'm just going to do a weekend. I'm, I'm, they, they're gonna give me probably about ten and up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because my case still open, they open it back to a life sentence. So, oh. Uh, so, yeah, man, I, I called a lawyer. I ended up getting her, and I'm going to give her a shout-out, man. She was great. Her name Katie Gleason. Oh, man, she was great, bro. She, Man, she did wonders, bro. She really helped me out, bro. Oh, she, she did. She she do she, she do, do a great job. So I, I filed to get my uh, rights. Okay, so what it is, a lot of guys don't know that if in the state of Florida, if you are not married to a woman and y'all get a baby together, you have zero rights. Mm-hmm. Zero. I don't care if you're on a birth certificate. I don't care if you're paying child support. That does not give you rights. What gives you rights is when you have to file a petition to the court 
to have your paternal rights established. And the judge actually got to hit the gavel to do that. Like, there's no, I don't think there's no other way, and I'm pretty sure there's no other way to do that other than having the judge hit the gavel. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so you guys that's uh, uh, having issues with not seeing their kids, you, you, you're going to have to take her to court. That's just, you know, and I see all these guys that, you know, they have money, they have all this other stuff, but they don't have access to their kids. Mm -hmm. it, you know, she wasn't real expensive, but it costed some money. But, you know, I think these guys, you know, guys got that type of money that, you know, and then you get a little payment plan or whatever you need to do, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but you get your rights to your kids. And so my daughter was 14 months old before I ever laid eyes on her. And, uh, and uh, man, she was, like I say, bro, I was blown away. And, uh, like I say, she just fought the battle the whole way. So once I did get my rights established, we, we, we first went to a mediation. She didn't want to cooperate in the mediation. She didn't want to do nothing. She, she lied all the stuff. And, you know, she just, you know, the same. I, I think they got, I think they got, got a, uh, a doggone booklet on what to say and, and, and how to try to keep a man away from their child. But, you know, I think they passed around at the crab powder table. So uh, they are... Uh, no, I'm serious, bro. That's why I call them crab platter eaters. So, anyway, I'm talking about women that do that. I'm not talking about all sisters. I'm just talking about women that do that. So, but, uh, man, so when I did get to see my daughter, it was after the judge made it mandatory that I get to see my daughter. And then once we did go back to court, I had a trial. So once she didn't cooperate in the mediation, uh, the only thing she was she was going for was that I wanted to establish my uh Knows that I was an actual follower, and I didn't do that because I didn't believe I was the dad. I did that because that eliminated a tactic of her to take the child and say, "Oh, well, oh, the baby really not his. I ain't sure if it's his or not, and I don't want him to get attached." So that's why I filed for my for the for the DNA test. I knew the baby was mine. I didn't have no question about that, but I did that to eliminate that from her being able to say the baby was not mine and keep the baby away from me any longer. So once we go to trial, bro, we go to trial. Trial was like five hours, and uh, I ended up with 50-50 custody. And uh, we were supposed to do, and the judge just was, man, I'm telling you, the judge was just beautiful, bro. I had uh, uh, Miss Susan Wilson Bullard. That was my judge. She's over here in Gainesville because my case was in Gainesville. Man, she was, man, she was magnificent, you know. So if y'all having any uh, apprehensions about the judge you might go in front of, if it's her, Boy, boy, your baby mama better be right. So, uh, and, and a lot of, and that's another thing, I'll hit on this right quick. You guys, talking about you want your kids, man, y'all got to get in a better situation for your kids. Mm -hmm. You, you got to get your own place. You got to have a decent car, have a decent job. You know what I'm saying? You can't be arguing for these children and you ain't got nothing to show for yourself. Mm -hmm. You just can't do that. The people are not going, they thinking about the kid. They're not going to just give you that kid. You talking about, oh, well, Mr. Uh, Miller, where you work at? Oh, you, well, you know, right now, you know what I'm saying? I'm just, oh, uh, yeah, oh. Uh, no, that man don't want to hear that. He want to say, hey I, hey, I work here. I've been here this amount of years. Well, I've been here. This is what I do. I have my place. I have this. So now the people feel, okay, well, you can, girl, you can send these children over to this man. He ain't stand with no chick or nothing like this. Or if you is stand with a chick or if you is married or something, try to get your own stuff so, so then you'll be able to get your rights to your kids, man. So anyway, after I had the all. Uh, it's a lot of more stuff in between that too, bro. But I just ain't mentioning it because for the sake of time. But so once the judge established that I was the father, she ordered that we had 50-50 custody and that it was on a it was gonna be on a, a parenting plan, because they don't call it custody anymore, they call it time sharing. Yeah. Parenting get two weekends a month, 
And so after the judge did that, she ordered that I, that's another thing, she ordered that I first start seeing the baby. She wouldn't give me, well, I, I initiated to the judge. I'm like, ma'am, I've never seen this baby. I can't just get this baby and just go with this baby. I was thinking about my child. I wasn't thinking about how I feel. I was thinking about my child. This would not be comfortable for my child. She didn't know me, bro. She was 14 months old. She mm-hmm. didn't know me. So, uh, so I was like, well, Yona, I think it would be best if I, uh, like, get her and, you know, start getting the you know, start seeing her, you know what I'm saying? Uh, you, you know what I'm saying? So she created a little way I could start seeing the baby, you know, so go to, like, the library, go to a park and stuff like that, and all that worked good. But I was so petrified of my baby mama, not scared why I was, like, for physical harm to from her to me, it was about she would lie. And they know those lies are very damaging, bro. Man, those, man the girl said I, I did stuff to her, sexually to her daughters just, and she actually had her daughters, Examine, bro, knowing the whole time she was lying. To me personally, I think they should have locked her behind up. Me personally. Because mm-hmm. you, you now, you done turned into the doggone, uh, doggone, doggone molester or well, whatever. Because you, you had no reason to do that, bro. That's sick. So, anyway, bro, uh, so I started getting my little, my little visits, and she was bucking on me with my visits, bro. She was like, you know what I'm saying? I'm talking, and, and it was court, court order. But as I got the visits, what really my main thing was, bro, getting a bond with my daughter, bro. She looked just like me. She was a beautiful little baby. She looked like a mama too, but she looked more like me. And she was just a beautiful little baby, funny little baby, love to laugh, love to play. And so as I was building up with her, bro, I mean, bro, one day my daughter screamed, yelled on a pickup from uh, from Target on Archer Road all the way to uh over there where I stay at, at Gold Glade, bro. I'm talking about she screamed, bro. That man, bro, that what I was, bro, that was so hard to deal with, bro. That was, bro, that, that hurt it so bad, bro. Because I knew why she was doing it. It was her mother's fault for keeping for me not having a bond with my child already. You know what I'm saying? So, anyway, so back to it. So once I had started doing the target thing with the pickups, she didn't want to do that. So she started getting belligerent, getting crazy out there in the parking lot. So I'm like, well, let's go in Target. She didn't want to go in Target because there's cameras in there because she wanted to continue to be able to lie and say this happened. And uh, so the police started getting called too many times. I'm like, hey, man, listen, this is, you know, I'm on paper. Like, listen, come on, you got dog. And uh, so I said, well, I tell you what, we can start going to the police station, GPD. Boy, she went to, boy, she went to act in front of them because she couldn't show up, not inside the police station. And... Uh, and I wouldn't let her go outside. We ain't finna meet up outside because you might do something like that. Let's go inside with these people in here. So uh, after that, bro, uh, I was supposed to go pick my daughter up on, I think, like a Tuesday. And, man, I went to uh, Messenger on a little parenting app. She didn't respond. Mm-hmm. I'm like, well, hey, I'm supposed to get the baby. Where you at? Blah, blah, blah. No response. Bro, she had left the state. She had she had left the state. She left the state. It was June the second last year. So I just posted something on my Facebook about my first year, you know, with my daughter with full custody. Cause June the second she left. So I called my lawyer. They filed an emergency pickup order. And emergency pickup order means they don't care where you at with the baby, who got the baby, they're gonna get the baby and take the baby and bring the baby to me. Mm-hmm. But they couldn't ever find her, bro. It took me two weeks to get an officer because I was the, only the dad, they said. 
Mm-hmm. And she, she was with her mom. She was safe, they said. But I didn't feel she was safe because I knew if she did that, she's capable of more stuff. Anybody who does that, they're capable of more stuff. And now we've been seeing it out now, man, how these girls just doing this stuff to these kids, bro. It's horrible. So I was, at the whole time, I was so afraid that she was going to do something. I thought, I, I didn't know she was going to have the mentality of, oh, well, I can't have them. Nobody will. I didn't know that. And, you know, and just seeing it, then all this stuff popping up on the news about how these mothers doing this stuff with the kids and stuff. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, man, I hope this girl ain't did nothing to my baby, man. I, I ain't never even get to really, you know what I'm saying, build a bun. Like, man, I, I, just, I just was so hurt to know that it was possible that I could lose my daughter when never even having her. Mm. And uh, so I finally got a, or I finally got a deputy or a doggone detective to start looking into it, bro. Like I say, man, they would give me to run around like hell. I even went to the police station. The lady told me, oh, sir, what's wrong? I said, ma'am, uh, you know, I told her about my case. I took the paperwork and showed her my paperwork that I posted, you know what I'm saying, that I have, you know what I'm saying, that I have rights to my child. And then I also took the paperwork from the uh, hearing about, you know what I'm saying, when she ran off with the baby. So they were like, oh, well, you know, oh, well, sir, you need to calm down. I said, hold on, ma'am. Don't you ever tell me to calm down about my child. If I was a doggone white woman, you would have gave me a cup of coffee and a blanket. Mm. Don't tell me that. This is my child. And she was like, oh, so another lady came out and helped me. And so that's how I ended up meeting the other guy that being the, started being the lead detective in my case. So basically, she had flew out to Texas, bro. Well, not flew out, but she had drove out there with, the, with, with my daughter and her other two daughters. And so now, bro, I'm like in panic mode because I don't know what she's doing out here. I don't know where she's at. I don't know what she's capable of. At this time, I don't. So the detective finally hit me up after a few weeks and was like, listen, man, we got her. We, we know where she's at, but we can't pick her up because they actually have laws designed for women to run. Like, it's a law in the Florida Rules of Procedure right now that says, hey, if you feel that the man might hurt you or the kids or you want to say that, you can leave and you won't be held accountable because he has rights to his kids. You won't be held accountable for that. You can just do it. Mm. It's actually on the books. That's crazy, ain't it? You couldn't even think that. That's that's crazy, bro. <laughs> that's crazy. And when I'm looking up, I'm like, and see, the only thing saved me with that, okay, so they got these places that women can go, and when they get in there, the police can't get no information. Like, if they go to the front desk, they don't have to tell them who they are. Yeah, bro. <laughs> yeah. yeah, bro. So, you know, so she went to one of them. So the police used to have to wait till she come out. So they tried to, so what they did was they finally caught up with a pattern and they, you know what I'm saying, and they found her through her, like, a little GPS or through her or, or double Google account. Because, yeah. I mean, what happened was, so when she ran off and, and they finally got her, she answered a subpoena to come to court. And she went court via Zoom, but she was in Texas. And so the judge was like, hey, ma'am, where are you at? Where are you? And she would never tell her. And she was like, well, hey, what is your Gmail account? I'm like, what's she asking that for? She didn't ask her phone number. But I don't know, because, you know, I don't know about no dog on cell phone like that. She was going to get that uh, location through that Gmail. Mm. And that's how they found my daughter. So uh, so once they found her, they, they notified me, and I had like a matter of like 48 hours to get out there to Texas. Now, what if I'd have been broke, bro? What if I ain't have nothing? What if I couldn't just pay for a plane ticket and flew out there? You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, what if I would have did that? You know, what if I wouldn't have had that to do, uh, you know, been able to do that? So they told me either you come out here within 48 hours or your daughter's going to the uh, 
foster care in Texas. Now keep in mind, they don't have no family member in Texas. They don't, she, she don't know nobody in Texas. Nothing's out here. She went to that, there, to that women's shelter. So my daughter's gonna go to foster care in Texas. Her daughter's going to foster care in Texas. These, come on, foster care for girls? Come on, bro, why would you put them kids in that? So that's when I really lost it, bro. I'm like, man, this girl don't care nothing about this baby. If she rather leave these kids with, because they wanted the family to come get them, she wouldn't allow the family to come get them. It's just that I had rights to my child, so I was able to fly out there and get my child. So I flew out to Texas, bro, and got my child before that uh, 48-hour period, and I came back and brought my baby home, bro. My baby, she was 16 months old, bro. At that time, she was 16 pounds. Ooh. Yeah, bro. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Like, mm. that's, <laughs> nah, that's real, though. Yeah, bro. So, uh, unbelievable, bro. You know, I'm dealing with stuff now. Like, you know, people still feel that. Her mother should have her. Like they feel like, oh, you know, she 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 she's supposed to have her mom. She she deserves her mom. I'm like, okay, her mama right here in Gainesville. She ain't seen her or called her in a year. She's right here. I went and got the girl out of jail. When they took her to jail, bro, I went and got her out. I never thought I'd be sitting in the state attorney's office. <laughs> me in the state attorney's office? Hell no. But I heard, I couldn't think about me. I had to think about my daughter. And at that time, my daughter had never even spent a night with me. So I needed and seeing how my baby would responded. I needed to get some comfortability to my child, and that was getting her mother out of jail. So I went down to the state attorney's office, bro. I'm like, hey, ma'am. Uh, I said, I had sought with Ms. Uh, Pamela Gordon. I think she was one of the lead states. Which, you know what I'm saying? She was one of the top ones out there. So I'm like, uh, hey, ma'am, uh, when you uh, plan on letting uh, my baby mama out? She was like, oh, well, it's probably going to be after the holidays she'll go to court. Keep in mind, bro, this was July. I said, holidays? Ain't no holiday coming. I said, man, what holiday are you thinking about? She was like, you know, after, you know, Thanksgiving or something. I'm like, oh, no, man. Mm-mm, no. Mm-mm. I need my daughter, mama out so my daughter can have her some dog familiarity now. I'd say, no, that's, you know what I'm saying? No, that's not, you know, no. Uh-uh. Like, it's up to me because I know how the law works. Uh, I'm the victim, so you can't tell me what I want to do to somebody who did something to me. I'm the victim. Mm-hmm. So I was like, ma'am, I, if you could have a, a sooner court date. So we came up with it. So, so she came up with her a plea agreement. I was like, yeah, okay, I'm fine with that. So they ended up giving her, you know what I'm saying, some probation and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Because what she did was when, when, when a parent takes a child when there's an existing court order that's interfering with the custody of a minor, Okay, and that's a, I think that's a, like a first-degree misdemeanor. But what she did was when she went out of state, that if you commit an offense in the state of Florida and you go out of state and you're still doing the same thing, that gives you a federal offense. So now it's kidnapping. Mm. So she had that to worry about, too. But, you know, I wasn't really trying to press the issue on the ball about the kidnapping and all that. Which she would, that's, that's what she did. But, um uh, so anyway, so they end up giving her a court date, bro. They end up letting her out, bro, and she still ain't called. She ain't tried to see the baby yet. So, so you know, so all this mothers, the you know, oh she the mama, she hey she ain't acting like it. So what you want me to do? Mm. What you want me to do? She ain't acting like it. So, mm-hmm. and see, that's I see a lot of stuff um, about moms and. How 
a mom can, a dad can leave and a dad can do all of these things, but a mom will always sacrifice and a mom will always love. And I, I hear all that stuff. But if that was the case, they wouldn't have a drop box for these little uh, babies and stuff at the, uh, at the shelters and stuff like that. And they I wouldn't have found these little babies in, in, in little ditches or in the dumpsters or you know, like the lady down there in Polk County left the baby. It was like 50-something degrees. She left the baby out in the ditch. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So if that was the case, they, they just like to talk. They just be talking, man. The women can do exactly what they want to do, too. Mm-hmm. They just, you know, thank God we have a lot of good mothers that stick with their kids, you know, through the lack of some fathers being participating or whatever, you know, and, you know, so, th- so, so yeah, so thank God for those women that do. With the podcast, I want to, I always talk about changing the narrative. Mm-hmm. And for me, I look at everything you just said and it literally flips the narrative on his head because the narrative is always, you know, a mom will always be there. A mom would do this. And, you know, when I see that type of stuff, I'm always, you know, most of the time I don't comment on that, that mm-hmm. stuff. I don't be wanting to argue with people. Yeah. But I'm like, man, the same way my wife loves my children, I, I love do too. Just as much. I do too. You know, like, this is the only way I can live on is through them. So why, do, why would y'all think I don't? Well, actually, I do know where it come from, bro. Like I said, when I was in prison, bro, I did. I started learning how to do legal research. So when I started dealing with this issue, I learned where the custody issue, this custody issue just started with like the last hundred years. Mm-hmm. It was before it was a father's. The child was 100 percent the father's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And this lady by the name of Catherine Barton. In the like the late 1800s, started where women started getting the kids instead of the men. Because you know, like in the, in, in the countries other than America, when you have a child, that child is your heir. It's still that mm. way in here, but it's not perceived that way here. But mm. in other countries, that that child is your heir. Mm-hmm. So when you have a son and a daughter, the daughter would be the prince, and the son would be, or uh, 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 the son would be the prince, and the daughter would be the princess. Mm. So they, they're, they're, they're. Their their positions come from the father, mm. and uh, it's just in America, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. So that's when that, I, man, I did research all about it. Man, I started researching, listening to YouTube stuff about of uh, dog on parental alienation. That's what it's called when the yeah. parents keep the other parent yeah. away. And let's just be honest, it's more than likely the mother keeping the kid away from the dad. And you know that's just really did that. You know, so that what the numbers show. And, uh, mm-hmm. and that's realistic. Dads really don't have a position to keep a kid away from the mom because the mom already had a baby in the first place. Mm. So, uh, yeah, man, I, I think it is time to really flip that narrative, bro. And, and you got to realize, bro, I've been trying to get, you know, like, you talking about, you know, you know, I'm trying to get us, you know, I got my daughter. Oh, that's another thing, bro. So when I get my daughter, bro, I got to put her in daycare because I got to work. So I'm like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? Thank God I had my mom and them and my aunts, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, and oh, no, over in Williston, but, you know, I live in Gainesville. Bro, my baby ain't had none of her shots or nothing, bro. Damn. She ain't had no shots or nothing, bro. So luckily my job was there for me, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? They worked me with, you know, yeah, bro, they worked me with that. And uh, like I said, bro, so that was like, so what I was like by, I say like almost close to two months that I, I listen that my daughter like, like that that I was really like having to drive from work and drive to Williston to get my daughter. Then my mom, oh you ain't got to come over here. Why? Why I, gotta, I want to see my baby? Why you don't think I want to come in? Like come on, really, y'all, y'all, y'all just crazy with this. They just don't feel like you said the narrative is 
we don't care about the kids like the mama do. That's mm-hmm. crazy. That's crazy. That's crazy. That's ridiculous, man. That's crazy. That's crazy. Like, but you know, they said so. I all. Uh, so yeah, bro, that narrative really need to be changed. And I'm working on something now, man. And it's about really dads initiating their rights to their kids. Like, man, get yourself together and get your rights to your kids. And uh, you know, that's you know, what I'm saying, like I say. It ain't been easy, but it ain't been harder than what they've been talking about. How they try to make you think. It's, man, I love having my daughter, bro. Like, that's, like, I love it. When I go pick her up from daycare, she running, daddy, daddy, daddy. You know, mm-hmm. just, you know, she a little. No yeah, matter how long yeah. your day done been. Yeah, oh, yeah, man. You, I, you know what I'm Bro, listen, bro. I be on the job singing little songs about her. You know, I'm, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro, you know, because uh, I call her Mama Cake and I call her the Guppy. You know, I just be riding around singing a little songs about my daughter, man. And, you know, like I say, you know, I've actually had people, close family, come out and basically say, hey, you need to give her back. You need to give her back to her mom. You shouldn't have her. You, you know, her, she need to be with her mom. I'm like, why do you think that? Like, you see all I'm doing for this child. You see the baby way better. She happier. She done picked up her weight. Now she like 30 pounds. Mm. So, okay, so, bro, she was born at like six pounds, 11 ounces. So that's almost seven pounds. Mm-hmm. And from birth to 16 months, she wasn't number 16 pounds. Mm-hmm. But that's crazy. <laughs> Come on, man. Mm-hmm. Come on, that's crazy. And for anybody asking, oh, you must have knew this when you got up. No, I didn't. She wasn't acting like that. She wasn't doing none of that. I did, you know, she wasn't doing none of that. The girl wasn't doing nothing like to make me think she would deprive the kids. Well, not deprive the kids, but, you know what I'm saying, basically like being that doggone, basically, be neglecting them like that. Cause you know, she moved in with me and I had her, her two daughters, and then she was pregnant with my daughter. So I was, man, I was be able to be there. And bro, like, like bro, she literally was upset that me and the kid were building the bond. She didn't want that. Cause she wanted to keep, keep overall power over the kids. And like, man, I would come home like, hey y'all, uh, let's go to the, uh, do, you know, let's go walk around in the mall. We might not even buy nothing, but it's just getting them out of the house. And then, uh, Oh, Mr. Donald, let's go to the Dollar Tree. You know, we'll go to the Dollar Tree, get them little stuff. You know, just little stuff with them, man. And they had never had that before. I was like the only dad figure they had ever really. And then that's another thing that made me start evaluating everything. I'm looking like, and then, bro, you see some guys, they'll be, they'll start dating a girl and be like, oh, you already don't see the daddy in the picture. What the hell you think she going to do to you? Mm. Why this dude in the picture? Do you ever try to talk to him? Like, say, hey, cuz. Why you never come see your son, or why you never come see your daughter? What's up with that? Mm. Oh, bro, you you never know. He might just say, "Oh, I'm a scumbag. I'm a worthless dad." Blah blah blah. I highly doubt that's what he gonna say. He probably gonna say, "Man, she be tripping, bro." Mm. So there you have it. So and the, the sisters, y'all just please stop doing that. Like I understand, and then all of them tried to fear. Oh, this to happen to my baby. I, what's gonna happen to the baby? What? Ain't nothing gonna happen to this child. So it's been, like I say, it's been a journey, man. And uh, but I wouldn't trade it for the world, bro. But this has been the worst experience in my lifetime. Like I told you, I did 17 and a half years in prison, bro. This, these last, well, well, when I was going through it, not being able to have and see my kid, that was the worst time of my life, bro. On time, bro, I, bro, that was the worst time of my life. On time, that was the most hurting time of my life. And just, like I say, bro, I had some hurting times, but that was the worst. That was the hardest time of my life, right there. Mm. Them, them two and a half years, mm-hmm. fighting for my daughter. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, 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 drove me mad, crazy, bro. 
Yeah, bro. I like drove. Matter of fact, bro, my daughter was born January the 15th. So I caught a DUI on January the 24th because we were doing a little parenting app. And then she had a little thing called a glow app, which show you when the baby will be born. Mm. So you got to keep in mind, I wouldn't, I didn't know anything more because she wasn't adding nothing to the, to the app. So the baby was supposed to be born between January the 17th and January the 24th. So on the 24th, dude, I just, man, I was like, dude, I was just drinking, drinking, drinking. I was just, I was about to lose my mind, bro. I was about to literally lose my mind. And I consider myself having a strong mind. You know, I, I really do. It's like you said, because you're the second person I heard say that. Like when I got sentenced to prison, well, before I got sentenced, I said, well, God, I'm going to just ask you one thing, that you keep my mind. Because I didn't know how much time I was going to get. Mm. So, but that's what I asked him, God, keep my mind. And he did that for me. And I, and I, and I really... I, I really thank him for that. He really kept my mind, kept me with a mind. So a lot of people don't know that's really all you need to pray for a lot of times. Mm -hmm. You're going to go through what you're going to go through, but if you keep your mind, you'll be able to come out of it and function. Yeah. yeah, bro. So, you know, that was really that was real what you said, bro. And that's what I, you know, so I didn't know. Matter of fact, we were just talking about this the other night in the barbershop. They were like, oh, man. So when they gave you the time, I'm like, I, was, I had been saying that whole week. Up to going to court, like man, as long as this judge don't say 240, well, 200 and nothing, as long as he don't say 200, and, man, I'll be damned. This joke come right out of 240 months. What? <laughs> Followed by 120 months. I'm like, 30 years. Damn. Yeah, bro. So, uh, but yeah, man, I just, like I say, so I'm working on this thing about, I'm trying to get something going on with this, or uh, initiating these uh, brothers. And this for white people, black people. Asian people, Hispanic people, anybody. If you're trying to fight and get your actual rights to your child, not what they're allowing you to get, but your actual rights, if you're trying to do that, bro, you can you can hit me up on Facebook or whatever, and I, I you know I, I get all the information I can help you with, you know, so you can get your rights, bro. People, dudes, call me every day almost, bro, about their about their kids or about their baby mamas and stuff like that, and I'm like, bro, you just and you gotta realize a lot of guys be trying to stay with their baby mama because of the kids. And a lot of guys let the baby mama do what she want to do because they don't want to lose the little bit of access they are getting to the kid. Man, if you worry about child support, man, if get your rights. and Get your rights established. You ain't going to have to worry about child support like that. Mm. Yeah. You, you. And do, Now, don't wait until the baby's 8, 9, 10, 12 years old. Like, oh, I want to pay child support. I'm trying to get off child support. Oh, no, they're not going to let you circle them like that. You're going to pay that child support. <laughs> that, you know, have a little niece don't say child support. You're going to pay that child support. Yeah, boy. So, you know what I'm saying? But, uh. Yeah, so start early, man. You know, some guys already done had their kids, and their kids older, or, or you know what I'm saying, I mean, or whatnot, but it's, it's guys that are, you know, fresh and new fathers, you know what I'm saying, and soon to be fathers. Like I say, bro, if you ain't married, you ain't got no rights to your kid. Bottom line, you can argue, you know, hey, at least I have my best friend, I don't say, argue with your mom. I, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You ain't got no rights to the kid, baby. Bro, if you ain't married, you ain't got no rights to that kid in the state of Florida. Pretty much a lot of most states too, but I'm just talking about the state of Florida. So, you right. know, man, you ever heard of the chick Love Dorsey? I heard of Bro, Love Dorsey, one of the best out there. You got Crimson Cure. They killed my uncle. They killed Kevin Samuel. They killed him. Mm. You know what I'm saying? But, but the best two were two Love Dorsey. You know, matter of fact, Love Dorsey did one on it the other day, bro, where she was talking like, yeah, listen. Y'all be trying to hold these mamas up in some type of great esteem if it wasn't for assistance for the majority of them. They wouldn't be, they'll be just like the daddies they, they, they complaining about. But they can, cuz, bro, I done went down there and tried to get ELC. I done went down there and tried to get all this stuff. Man, they won't give it to me. First, they won't, bro, I seen, bro, I was in there with black women. They helped the two white ladies out, and they, and they told me I don't qualify. They asked me a thousand questions. They ain't asked them women nothing. They just filled the papers out for them. They asked me a thousand questions. 
Then you got the thing, oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah, you make too much. Damn. So. Sheesh. Man, yeah, it's, it's real out here, man. And that's why, you know, I've known so many guys over the years, you know, just before I started this and all that, you know, and I would have conversations with guys, and, you know, and I'm like, damn, bro, really going through some real stuff, you know, yeah. that stuff that I ain't got to deal with. And I'm like, but nobody talk about this. Yeah. And so that's why I do what well, I do, because I want to give guys the opportunity, opportunity yeah. to speak about this. Because yeah. I'm like, ain't no, so ain't nobody going to talk about what bro going through yeah, over here? Bro, it's, it's like, and so many guys are shunned from exp for expressing themselves mm. or expressing how they feel about a certain uh, situation, especially when it comes to their kids or their family. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Guys are just supposed to shut up and, you know, that's just what yeah, it is. Yeah, you ain't supposed to be, be, be crying about that. Yeah, girl. you know, it's like, like nah, you got to, like, it, it hurts and it, and it does impact you. And, you know, you, you, like you say, you got all these new movies. Like, if there's anything I could have ever went back and did, it ain't saying I can't do it now, but I am older. But <laughs> if I could have had it all over to do again, bro, I would become a movie director. Knowing mm -hmm. what I know now, because movies are so important. Mm -hmm. Music is so important because it's so influential mm -hmm. to minds. You can say, oh, the kids don't listen to this, or they know it ain't real. You can say that foolishly if you want. That stuff is real, and them kids are listening, and adults are listening. Mm -hmm. Just like when you're listening to R&B music, what you thinking about? Believe that. You're going to lay up. <laughs> okay, so why wouldn't you think they're listening to rap, or they're listening to country? And that's another thing, bro. You listen to the music, bro. I, I, I listen to all different types of music, except that definitely, like, I, don't, I ain't really into that. Mm -hmm. But I listen to country music, bro. They ain't got to go Shoot five people before they took the girl on the date. Well, you listen out, they got to shoot five people, cuss two dudes out, got to buy five, three cars before they get there. They got to do all this stuff. Them dudes don't talk about nothing but a beer and going out in the woods. Yeah. That's all they talk about. It ain't complicated for them. We made things so complicated for us, bro. It's just, it just crazy, bro. It's like, y'all just doing too much. Like, it's just, like, you're just doing too much, bro. Like, you. Like you listen to the little, they don't got R and B no more. That's dead. I don't, I don't know when the last R and B song come out. It's too dead. It's, it's that's dead. So you ain't gonna have no music that's really influential to building the community. Mm. We don't really have it. In the, in, in the music that we do get, you don't really know them people. You don't hear nothing about them. Mm -hmm. Straight up, bro. So that's that's real, though. Man, listen, my man spitting game today. You know, if y'all ain't picking it up and catching it, that's on y'all, man. But um, I had a few more questions for you, man. I want you to talk about uh, what's it been like in the last, what you say you've had her for about a year now. Yeah, yeah. What's it been like, you know, her progression in the last year, you know, that you've had her and, you know, y'all relationship within the last year? Like, how has that grown and stuff? First of all, she's a master manipulator. Yeah. Mouse. I don't see how she baby can know how to do this already. I'm like, she knew I love my sugar. She'll like, and then point to something. I'm like, wait a minute. Now you trying to get over. How are you trying to get me? Oh, you were supposed to be knowing how to do that. Yeah, God, no. So, uh, but yeah, man, uh, like, bro, like I say, when I, when I was telling you earlier, like when I first started getting her, bro, I'm talking about, bro, sometimes she would just like, she would just, I'm talking about, she would just historically, I mean, well, not historically, uh, hysterically cry. Yeah. Just like shouting, she got a very large voice. She got a very great voice, and uh, 
she, she would just be so, you know, you know, matter of fact, bro, another thing, this was one of the breaking points for her mom. Bro, when I went to pick her up one time, bro, and went well, and, and I went to drop her off and take her back to her mom, you know, this one we had started, got, you know what I'm saying? We were bonding, you know what I'm saying? We were bonding. Man, that, man I put her down, that little scoundrel ran to her mama, and then her mama picked her up, and then she eh, eh, trying to get right down and run to me. Oh, that was the boy. That was the boy. That was the scroll. That was the scroll right there. She. Oh no, you trying to go back to your daddy? Oh, bro, she was, bro, she was livid about that. She was, mm. she was mad about that boy. Too mad. But yeah, so like I said, when I first got it, it was all about building, building a bond with her, holding her, talking to her, listening to her, uh, or playing with her. I wasn't trying to be too, you know, uh, how you say it. I wasn't trying to be too parenty parenty too much. I was mm-hmm. I was just trying to build a bond with my child. I, I just wanted the child to get familiar with me. Mm-hmm. And uh then I had my girlfriend at the time. And uh she was man, she was instrumental in helping me with this baby, man. Like I said, if it, and she was instrumental with keeping my sanity too, bro, because it was like I said, it was extremely trying for me. And uh and so like I said, she progressed, you know what I'm saying? Next thing you know, she's talking, she can talk real good. She's she, she, she's two something now. She, her birthday in January. Bro, mm-hmm. she can count to 30. Mm-hmm. She, she know her ABC. She can count down from 10. She can talk pretty decent. I'm just telling her, still we got this baby to work on. It's like I can't potty train her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm trying to get a potty train, bro. And I'm trying to get a, okay, my only two things with my daughter now, bro. I'm trying to get a potty train, and I'm trying to get her to come when I call her. Like, don't continue doing what you're doing. I understand she's two, so, but mm-hmm. it's like, she's smart, so I know she know. And like I say, she, keep in mind, you got, she got 20, she got what, 26 chromosomes, so she got 23 from me, 23 from her mama. So, you know, I'm gonna blame the bad ones on somebody else, not me. So uh, you know how we are. So, <laughs> so, but yeah, but she, oh uh, man, she progressing real good, bro. And that, like I say, bro, she had never been around kids like that because her mom was like real. She, she kept her, you know what I'm saying? She had only been around her sisters. And, and bro, I just imagine she hasn't seen her sisters no more. Bro, this is crazy. This is maddening. This is maddening. You know, and uh, she hasn't seen her sisters again because they got stuck out there in foster care. So they end up. You know, after whatever happened with them, you know, they came back to Florida to some guy. I, I ain't even tried to get in contact with me, and I don't know how to get in contact with him. But he know how to get in contact with me. Let's just say that. And I ain't heard nothing from him. And I'm, I'm very upset about that. I'm very upset about that because this ain't got nothing to do with me or you. You need to make sure them kids can see their sister, bro. And, if, and like, if I had access to him and I knew where he was at, I don't want to seen him. I'd hey, cuz, oh, check this out. Hey, my name, oh, this is the girl's daddy. I mean, oh, oh baby sister, bro. I ain't got no beef with you, man, but I ain't, uh, I don't know how to get in touch with the brother, man. And I know those girls want to see they, they, they sister, bro, because, you know what I'm saying, she, she really all they knew. Mm. And uh, so, like I said, that's just another aspect of it, bro. That's just, it's, and I, that bothers me every day. Because mm. my daughter kisses her a lot of the same characteristics and familiarities as her, is, is her sister that's right over her. Like, uh, like, there's a lot of her mannerism is just like her uh, sister. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, no, so that's right above her. So, and so when she does stuff, I'm like, boy, you remind me, because I call her a little sister termination. I say, boy, you remind me of termination. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. yeah. And, uh, yeah, but yeah, man, it, it, it's a lot of dynamics to it, bro. Yeah, man, that's, that's, that's good to hear, you know, that she's continuing to progress. Yeah. And, you know, and I think, you know, it's just, you know, continuing to keep doing what you're doing, bro. Mm-hmm. You know, and as time go by, you know, all kids are different. Um, I think my 
my youngest baby, man, she was probably training easy. Mm -hmm. Just like that, you know. <laughs> and I think because she had them two older, older ones, yeah. siblings. Yeah, seeing them already. And she just yeah. like, she called yeah. home. Yeah. But my, I think with my son, was it my son? It took a minute for that joker, man. Yeah. You know, he. I think he, it took him a little minute to really get into the groove of it. Yeah. And um, now I think it's with, with them two, it's the thing getting up at night. The P, both of them, my, my son, they seven and six. What's man. It, and they, they feeling still, horribly at it. <laughs> you know, they still, yeah, bucking. you know, they get, they <laughs> wake up in mirror. the morning, and I'm like, God, yeah, no. yeah. But, you know, I'm, yeah, I'm, you, little, still working. I, I'm understanding with them, because that was something I dealt with. Yeah, okay. You know, probably up until I was like in the fifth grade. Yeah. Like, you know, and it was, my mom used to get mad, and I used to be mad with myself, Self, because yeah. it was like. How I can't get it right. Bro. Yeah. I'm trying, you yeah, know, and I'll be, yeah. my mom would be fussing at me. I'm like, Ma, I tried to. Oh, yeah, so you're a little Peter Mirror, too, huh? <laughs> like, I'll be calling my daughter Peter Mirror, Peter Mirror. I'll be trying to get up, and, you know, so I try I, I try not to be too, you know, digging to them, but I do, you know, hey, listen, y'all got to get up, man. You know, yeah. I'm tired of watching yeah. these sheets. I'm yeah. tired yeah. of watching the covers, you yeah. know. And, yeah. But. You know, I know all kids are different. Yeah, I don't yeah, want to say, well, you know, your sister did it. Yeah, yeah everybody you know, different. Everybody different. So, you know, my encouragement to you is keep doing what you're doing, man. Love that baby and um, continue to, you know, just yeah. throw throw little things out there. And, yeah. the, and them kids are smart, oh, bro. Yeah, I don't care what nobody says. smart, man. Like, yeah. You know, kids don't understand. No, kids understand mm -hmm. a lot, bro. And I think mm -hmm. we... We shortchange them a, a lot, lot of times, you know, and say, oh, they young, they don't really understand. <laughs> nah, them kids Man, can get it. A lot. Yeah, they bro. can get it. So yeah. we just got to stay yeah. on top of them. And as, as yeah. the more and more we, we yeah. teach them, yeah. they'll start to catch it. Like I say, I 100% agree with that, bro. I think because we all, so many people quick to say, just like they said about the oldest generation here, the old they this, old they that. Now we're saying about the kids, not old these children, they, guess what? They had parents. Mm. That's the parents' fault. Mm. Like, a lot of people try to relive through their parents, through their children. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Your child is not you. Your child just came from you. They, mm. they have their own idea. They have their own mind format. They have their own everything. You need to let them kids. Now, if they're just going doing stuff and they, you know, just, you know, come on. Like me, I'm five, six. Uh, why would I think I'm going to jump fits of basketball? That's probably not going to happen. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Daddy, I'm a dunk. Daddy, I'm a dunk, son. Oh, you need to get back in the, uh, you know, whatever you were doing. But you, you don't, you need to leave that basketball go alone. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Just like, come on, let's be realistic with our kids. Yeah. Let's let our kids do what's good for them. That's that's gonna benefit them in the long run. But stay realistic with them. Mm. Don't live, you know. Don't let them. Don't limit them. But don't. And I don't know a word for this. But don't try to make them think they can do something they ain't got no business doing. You know, like mm. like it is a reason why we are, you know. We are limited. We are human. We only can do but so much. Mm -hmm. So when it comes to these kids, man, it's just, you know, and I hear kids all the time, man, like when I talk to them, they say they don't have nobody to talk to. They don't nobody to listen mm -hmm. to them. They, and I'm like, well, wait a minute. What you mean you don't have nobody to talk to? And, you know, a lot of kids don't talk to their parents. And I try to get parents to understand your kid is not your friend. That is your responsibility. And a lot of people, like especially in our community, who oh, when I, oh, my baby gonna take care of me? No, your job is to take care of them. That child don't get you. That you had that child. Mm. That child, you you had, that child is your responsibility. 
That's not your damn meal ticket. Straight up. That's 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 your responsibility. Yeah, of course they'll probably throw you something, but that's not why you need to make them do this certain stuff. You you know you know what I'm saying. Like I say, like my little nephew, he's man, kid, twelve years old, bro. Kid, like I don't know how tall he is, but he way taller than me, bro. He don't look like a twelve year old. He like about <laughs> sixteen, seventeen, and everybody yeah. automatically assume or everybody automatically throw one thing at me. What is that? Basketball, yeah, and I'm like that. I, but I know what my nephew like. He loved them little race cars. And matter of fact, I took him to the bull riding show last night. You know, yeah. O'Keller. Now he thinking. I said, Hey, boy, don't get no rope trying to rope my little baby. Tell my you practicing. Tell my you finna get you a steer. And no, don't don't you uh, get my rope my little baby. And uh, but yeah, but uh, you know, it just because your mind is still developing. People st- keep keep forgetting that your mind is still developing when you're young. Like me, my first thing I wanted to be was a lawyer. My homeboy had got something to prison for, you know, back in the days, you know, out there with, you know, out there in the game. I said, oh, I'm going to become a lawyer and we get Pony Boy out. You know what I'm saying? That's just yeah. what I was thinking. You know what I'm saying? But that was a good, but I didn't have nobody to support me on that. Mm-hmm. If I told somebody that you would have told me, get you, get you, stop being crazy. Mm-hmm. But that was something that was obtainable. Mm-hmm. Now, me going to be in a worldwide star athlete, that's probably not what's going to happen. <laughs> but, they'll, but they'll push that. But I told them I wanted to be a lawyer. Oh, boy, get, mm-hmm. get you. Mm. Okay. I was talking with a, um, this white guy some years ago mm-hmm. <clears throat> at my church, and um, he asked me one day, I forgot what we were talking about, but the conversation, we were having a conversation about um, expectations and all of these things, you mm-hmm. know, and I was telling him what y'all don't understand at times when it comes to our community, mm-hmm. I'm like, college isn't a... No, that's not college realistic. College ain't really a thing for yeah, us. I'm like, yeah. you know, my mom well, didn't go to college. That's right. My dad didn't go to college. It ain't that it's not realistic, but it's not... If you ain't see it. Yeah, it's it not taught to you. That's yeah. not something that's... Well, let's just put it like this. It really wasn't really a priority. Like yeah. like with me, when I got kicked out of school... Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But at the end of the day, when I got kicked out of school, when people say, don't bring your black ass back up here, mama said, hey, go to work. She didn't say, well, oh, yeah. son, you know, she, oh, or go to the crate mill, or mm. you go find your job. She didn't say, well, you know, like, and, and, and that's another thing about our community, bro. We don't pass nothing on to our kids. Mm. We'll sit there and run our kids off. When we talking about business, them other people don't do that. They mm-hmm. have little Timmy, little Johnny, little Sarah. All of them be talking about the family business. Yep. We don't do that. So then, when stuff get lost, and we ain't got it no more, mm-hmm. or we don't have to sell it to the people, people don't come and bought it from a bundle. We sitting there looking like squirrels, mm-hmm. like oh, how that happened? Cause you didn't tell your son or your grandson how you get this land and how to keep this land. Mm-hmm. You didn't tell them that. Don't nobody know who land it is, who name it in. We don't know nothing. Y'all just talking about oh, oh, oh get our grown people mouth. Them WPs, they don't do that. Mm. Straight up. They don't do that. They say, hey, come here. Like when I went to school, like I said, when in high school, and, and dude, the white dudes used to get so mad at us, and we used to tell them, dude, we ain't getting nothing passed down to us. Straight up. Like, we ain't nothing to get. Like, we ain't go, most of what we got. Yo, oh man, we had to work for, dude, work, your mom and them still went and bought you, they helped you. We don't, like, like that's not really normal. Like, people that had cars in, in, in my age range, that was rare. Mm. That was not nothing. <laughs> that was rare, bro. You know what I'm saying? And I remember, man, going to school, bro, because I ended up getting kicked out of school by racial rioting. It was about the Tupac stuff and all that in the, uh, in the rubber flag. It was just crazy stuff. <clears throat> but uh, it was like, 
it was always a double standard. Like these guys coming in with brand new trucks, big tires, loud pipes, gun racks, guns in their racks. Man, we get a real gun and put some 20s on it. I mean, uh, not, well, not back then, put some 30s on it. You going to jail. They going to have a dog to the school. You get your box Chevy or, or Cutlass or something. They going to bring that dog up there. How do these people get to do this, but we can't? Well, when we get our little stuff, here come the dogs. Mm. That's just stuff I always, you know what I'm saying, I always picked up on. I, I noticed stuff like that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That's called discrimination. That's called, like I say, it's just, bro, we're not given the same opportunities as everybody else. You know what I'm saying? We're, we're, we're just in, 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 and it's not in our community like that. It's not, it's just... Like now, because it's so much more information, it's a lot better if you really was a single kid out here trying to go do something on you. It can, it's a lot better, but we didn't have that. Mm-hmm. We didn't have internet in in or uh, in our YouTube, bro. We didn't have that. Mm-hmm. We didn't have that because we we just didn't. So now, and so and so, if we ain't getting nothing passed down to us, like no like no trades, like I say, what I was saying earlier, like I used to go work with my uncles now. That was like in the watermelons, clearing land, stuff like that. But you know. Uh, that's what it was, mm. you know. But you know, them, man, like I say, bro, we just didn't pass the information. We, we, we dropping the baton. Our parents dropped the baton. Their parents dropped the baton. It's been a whole lot of baton dropping. Straight up, straight up. And then we started wondering why we still behind because those people on, over there aren't dropping the baton. Mm-mm. They're not dropping it. They're not letting little Timmy not know how the family business works. Mm. Straight up. They're not doing that. That's to them. That's crazy, and it should be to us too. But we ain't doing it. Like man, there's so much stuff in the community that we done lost after that one generation because they didn't transfer the knowledge. Mm. That's what happened. They didn't transfer it. They say, "Get out of this grown folk business. Get out of him." That's what they said. They said, "Well, sit on down and shut them up and shut up and uh, uh, no, so listen up, so we can tell you how to make sure this stuff keep going after we gone because mm. we gonna leave him." Straight they didn't up. do that. Straight up, bro. Man, if you could sit down like you and I are doing right now, man, and talk with the 18-year-old version of Donald, what would you say to him? If you could give him one piece of advice, just one thing, knowing everything that you know right now, what would you say to him? First thing I'm going to say to you, we probably have to go a little bit further than 18 because I was already a fool by then. (laughs) But uh, <laughs> but no, really, I, uh, it went wrong way before then, bro. Being mm-hmm. honest, like at eighteen, I know what you're trying to say. Like, but at eighteen, it's it's so much more that happens before that age. Mm-hmm. In those in those of uh, foundational build up years mm-hmm. before eighteen, because eighteen, boy, it's a lot of stuff can happen to you. You might not be able to buy no cigarette, but they can give you 40. You see what I'm saying? So, listen, they can give you 35, 40 years of life sentence, but you can't buy no cigarettes or, or, or you'll play no lottery ticket. Mm. So I would say, but if I had to tell my younger self something, I would tell my younger self, i never forget, bro. I was going to run away one time, and I was going to go to the uh, Boys Youth Ranch or whatever that thing called. Yeah. Because I just wanted to give myself the opportunity to do what I wanted to do, what I wanted, what I, what I believed in myself that I could do. I just wanted to give myself an actual opportunity. So if I, if I had to tell myself something then, it would be just, man, 
Just go do you. That's what they say now. They should have had that phrase back then. Yeah. They got it now, but they do, you know, but we should have had that phrase. Just do you. Mm. That was, <clears throat> I, I really do wish I would have had that uh, that just do you mentality. Because I would have found a way to, to, to you know, I would have found a way. I would try to find a way to get it where I can do what I wanted to do, bro. And I, and I wanted to do some great stuff. Like I say, bro, I wanted to be a lawyer. I wanted to do... I wanted to do, I, my first thing I ever wanted to be was a doctor, because I told you my daddy gave me that criminal set. Mm. I knew I wasn't dumb, but the lack of support. Mm. That's, 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 that's critical in our, our community, bro, the lack of support of these kids. You see kids, the guys don't talk to them, they don't talk to them about nothing. You don't know what this kid thinking about. He could be thinking about, oh, well, how could I become this, or how could I become this? He ain't got nobody to tell that to, because everybody out there, and he don't see it. Mm. You can see it on TV, but he don't see nobody that's doing it. And that's another thing, bro. We don't have no, well, I won't say we don't have none, but we need to feel better about opening up if we are successful or if we are doing something that's beneficial. We need to be reaching out to these kids or reaching out to people to, you know, get into this whatever arena you're in. Like, I asked my cousin. I got a cousin, Ian Willison. And it's he he built those uh he built like those metal frame buildings like 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 uh big big you know what I'm saying like ten garages or whatever you want to call them. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, bro, where where did you learn that from? What made you want to you know what I'm saying? Because he had to learn it from somewhere, and he was the first guy doing it around my area. Mm-hmm. And so if you know something, try to you know what I'm saying, try to pass on the knowledge, bro. Mm-hmm. That's that's one thing I could tell everybody. Just pass that knowledge on to somebody. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, man, you know, we I think we we've hit on a lot of stuff today, man. We gonna uh we'll end it there, man. And bro, you know, you you taught me some stuff today, you know, and I always come into an interview well, I wanna learn something. I wanna be able to take something away from it, you know, that'll help me going forward mm-hmm. as a dad, you know, because I know a lot of people look at me and they think, oh, bro got it together, and, you know, he won Father of the Year and all this mm-hmm. stuff. And I'm like, man, to me, that stuff don't mean a yeah. damn thing. Yeah, man. I got and to see the pro. Yeah. I, I want to see it in my kids. Straight That's up. what matters. You know, so I'm, I don't I'm care about the trying <laughs> to learn and continue to keep it moving mm-hmm. because, you know, I know I got a lot of work mm-hmm. to do as a dad me too, and as bro. a husband. And... You know, this podcast for everybody else, but it is for me. Yeah, I'm learning, you know, and just trying to get better every day, you know, just I, I need it. So uh, well, I appreciate you for real. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, bro. No problem, for man. Real, it was a great real. opportunity, bro. I'm talking bro. I've been bubbling. I'm like, man, I'm ready to do my interview, ready to do my interview. That's why I was calling like, man, that's pretty. Because I, like I say, again, how many little kids you think that want to know how to do that? Well, you know. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, <clears throat> I bought my little niece some of these little stand-up things so she, because she a real talented little baby too, and uh, the little trap hard so she be doing a little mm-hmm. what they call it or uh, she what the thing called um, selfies or no what's it called like a little interview they stick. do the little uh, vlog yeah 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 uh-huh, yeah yeah, 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 yeah and she a little character uh, yeah I told my partner you know what I'm saying we supposed to have one on TV I call mm-hmm. her uh, annihilation yeah yes, so uh, yeah we supposed to have one on TV but uh, yeah bro. Uh, yeah, man, this was a real great experience, and I learned a lot. Like I say, I learned, I learned that it's always something out there for somebody to try to pass on, and we need to do that. And like how you passing this on, and giving up, 
guys opportunity. This is marvelous, bro. This is it's, it's, it's big, bro. And I'm pretty sure everybody came away with that have done it with you have came away with the same thing that I'm thinking now. This was I'm we're we're real appreciative that you have this uh, outlet for us out here, and I really greatly appreciate it. For sure, yeah, for sure. Yeah. But yeah, man, y'all listen for all the all listen, listeners out there, man. Y'all continue to stay stay tuned in. You know, we like I say, I got some big interviews coming, um, and I'm just I'm just trying to keep the platform going. And so the biggest way to support that can we talk? Just you know, like, comment, share, post, do all that. You know, keep. The saying that I always say is where there's smoke, there's fire. When it comes to these algorithms on social media, when it, when I say when where there's smoke, that means comments, likes, shares, uh, uh, people subscribing, uh, people leaving reviews. That sends the smoke signals to the algorithm to say there's fire over here. We need to seeing more people this way, you know, so the more and more they see these things happening, now they're they're going to put more eyes on it. They're going to put it in front of more eyes, mm -hmm. you know, so um, I ain't got the money like that, like the big time people, the celebrities and all that, the push marketing and all that. I ain't got all that, you know, so I'm working with what I have. And so all I have is my word to be able to talk to my people and say, man, I just need y'all help. And that's all I got. You know, so I'm going to work with what I have and uh, just continue to keep it pushing. So if y'all want to help, that's the way to help. Y'all stay tuned in and uh, I'll be back in a few weeks. Uh, I'll be with my man Jamal out of Washington, D.C. Uh, met this guy up uh, at the Washington, D.C. trip, uh, the safety patrol trip. Yeah, when you went with your daughter, yeah. So okay, he was yeah. our tour guide. And a real cool dude, man. Black guy. He was he was super cool, man. And, um, one of the other dads on the trip told him about my podcast. Okay, so he came okay, to me and was okay. like, "I heard you got a podcast." Yeah. I'm like, "Yeah, I do." Yeah, well, and, you um, know about this in Washington, but yeah, man. So we uh, <laughs> that's we, cool. We, I like we, that. We sat and we chopped it up, and um, I say, "Man, I, I we I'm, when I when I get home, I'm gonna text you, man. We'll set something up, bro. So uh, he'll be my next interview. So y'all be looking forward to that." Gonna have a great conversation with him, and we're gonna continue to talk fatherhood and family. That's what we do here, Dad. Can we talk? So y'all continue to uh, keep your boy lifted up, man. Keep them prayers up there, and uh, love all y'all, man, for real. So we're gonna head out. Is Dad? Can we talk? Episode one thirteen. Fourteen. Fourteen. Y'all, I'm so behind on all my episodes. I just did an episode <laughs> twelve on my man. Can we talk podcast? So. I'm all lost, man. So, yeah. uh, oh, I didn't even so, know you had it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, God, I, 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 I'm gonna share the link with you. Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> but uh, yeah. So that's it for episode 114. That can we talk? And we out of here.